Captain's log, stardate 5470. The Enterprise is on routine patrol on the outer fringes of Federation territory, facing the intergalactic gulf. We are preparing to terminate the patrol. Nothing unusual has been encountered. Log concluded. Captain. What is it, Mr. Sulu? I'm picking up all kinds of powerful radiation at extreme detector range. What kind of radiations, Lieutenant? I don't know, sir. Some of it's identifiable, and the rest resembles nothing I've ever seen before in my readouts. Check them yourself. Lieutenant Sulu is quite correct, Captain. The concentration of violent energies is extraordinarily intense. It resembles no natural phenomenon. Heading, Mr. Sulu? 308, 6 degrees, 0, 0, 0. Range? Range, Mr. Sulu. Closing, Captain, but the disturbances are so violent, I can't say for certain. Two centers, possibly more, are involved. Very well. Change course to intercept. Lieutenant Uhura, sound yellow alert. Aye, Captain. Bridge to engineering. Engineering, Scott here, Captain. Scotty, we're heading for a violent energy disturbance of as yet unidentified origins. We may have to do some jumping about. Stand by. Ready back here, sir. Good. Bridge out. Range is still considerable, sir. Full power on the long-range sensors, Mr. Sulu. Wide screen, if possible. Working on it, sir. We're getting something. What the? Most remarkable. What is it? I've never seen a ship like that before. Or of that size. What have you got, Mr. Spock? There are two ships, Captain. They are apparently engaged in combat with one another, employing numerous weapons I cannot begin to describe. The forces involved? Each ship is putting out more destructive energy than a hundred ships the class of the Enterprise. Yet both ships, while badly scarred, appeared to be intact. Each is at least 60 times our mass. Captain? Yes, Uhura. Sir, both ships are broadcasting on several frequencies. I can't decipher what they're saying. The universal translator doesn't recognize either language. The words are apparently directed at each other. Put it on the speakers, Lieutenant. Yes, sir. Nothing in records yet, Captain. Still processing. Intruder, identify thyself. Laura, give me a reply frequency. Ready, Captain. This is Captain James T. Kirk of the USS Enterprise. Who are you? Where do you come from? What dost thou represent? The United Federation of Planets and its allied peoples. I repeat, who are you? I am the Red Worm. 333rd Super Dreadnought of my class, built by the Unified Dray peoples. There is nothing in my computer banks of a United Federation. Therefore, I must assume you are unneutral. For God's sake, Jim, confirm that we are neutral. It has been assumed, Doctor. Didn't you hear? Yes, but I don't want that thing to forget it. That's the biggest warship I ever saw. Except for the one it's fighting, of course. What ship? What ship? Identify yourself immediately! Laura, did we just do that? This is a different frequency, Captain. The call is coming from the other ship. Hmm. This is James Kirk, commanding the USS Enterprise, United Federation of Planets. We are... pretty neutral. Impossible! I, renderer of the Nex Empire, have declared that all who are not allied with me are friends of the unmentionable Dray people! Sorry, but we really are neutral. We have nothing to do with either the Dray peoples, as you call them, or the Nax Empire. Spock, what have you got on those two stellar
most civilizations. I've never heard of either of them. Working on it, Captain. You must listen to me! Or if you'll be... have faded out, Captain. They appear to have forgotten us already. They're fully occupied trying to destroy each other. And I have information on both groups. What is it, Spock? Where are they? They are no longer anywhere, Captain. According to mythological records, both races have been extinct in our galaxy for over 150,000 years. And know thou that I shall fight for another 150,000 or 150 million until the last remaining vestige of the blasphemous Naks are eliminated from existence. Where are your officers? Who am I speaking to? Which member of the crew? Crew? Officers? We of the Naks carry on for our builders and masters! No less we of the Drey, infidel. What do you make of that, Mr. Spock? I think there can be no doubt, Captain, as there is nothing in the records to indicate that either race was immortal. We must surmise that the crews of both ships have been dead for at least 150 millennia, and the war has been carried on all this time by the computer minds of these two ships. Incredible! Well put, Doctor. Both ships have apparently survived on their own initiative, continuing to carry out the last orders of their living masters, repairing themselves, modifying their own structure, constantly developing new weapons and new defenses each hunting for a crucial advantage over its opponent. Yet it seems they are evenly matched. Oh, very interesting, Mr. Spock, but at the moment I'm more concerned about their present course. They keep traveling the direction they are now. They'll enter densely populated Federation space within a few days. They've elected to regard us as neutral, for now. They may not treat other Federation shipping, the Federation world, so politely. Uhura, give me dual broadcast frequency for both vessels. Ready, sir. Enterprise to combatants. Enterprise calling combatants. Listen, you two. You can reduce each other to masons if you want. But can't you do it somewhere else? You are headed... A challenge! You would dispute my position? No, no. Forget what I said. Spock, what are we going to do? These two are so involved with each other, they've lost the ability to trust anyone else. But we have to turn them somehow. Maybe if we could discover the reason behind the fighting, we could mediate for them, Jim. Hear the insults they threw at each other, Bones? After 150,000 years, Doctor, I doubt that either ship recalls what the war was originally fought over. That's usually the case with most wars which last more than a few months. Still, we have to do something. Jim, how about taking sides, joining up to help one ship defeat the other? Too risky, Bones. We know nothing of either the Dre peoples or the Nax Empire. I can't opt for one side blind. Besides, I doubt that the Enterprise would make one bit of difference from either side, considering the kind of energy weapons they're using. I doubt that our phases and photon torpedoes could so much as irritate either vessel. And it could get the Enterprise blown clear to the Magellanic Clouds. Just the Enterprise, maybe. But suppose we convince them we can call on several thousand ships the size of the Enterprise. A thought, Doctor. Except that we cannot call on several thousand ships. We cannot even call immediately on three or four. True, Spock. But they don't know that. It's worth a try, Bones. Uhura, sound red alert. <coughs> to the red worm of the Dre peoples. Unless you change your course, you will soon be set upon by thousands of warships of the United Federation of Peoples and will be destroyed. And renderer of the Nax Empire. Unless you break off and disengage from this sector, 
10,000 cruisers of the UFP will appear to volatilize the last remnant of your empire. Sacrilegious interloper! Enemy of its Imperial Majesty! I have been deceived! Captain, both ships are changing course. Mr. Solo, emergency overdrive. Warp 8. That was close, Captain. They both fired at our former position. With their minor batteries on my hand. However, they regard the threat seriously, it seems. Both vessels are currently in pursuit. Solo? They're not closing, Captain. They're still too busy fighting each other, but we're not pulling away from them either. Good. I don't want to lose them. Yes. Kirk here. Go ahead, Mr. Scott. Hey, Captain, how long are we going to run at warp eight? We've got full deflector shields up, too. We can't maintain this kind of shielding and this speed for too long. I know, Scotty. Hang together down there a while longer yet. We'll do what we can, Captain. Scott, uh... Well, Bones, we got them to change their course. They're headed away from Federation-inhabited worlds now. That still leaves the problem of convincing them to leave us alone. Well, I don't know what to suggest, Jim. I didn't get that far. Great. Mr. Spock? I don't know what to suggest either, Captain. At this point, the crucial issue appears to be whether or not... A trick! I see through you now. There is no such thing as a united Federation of Planets. It was a low ploy of you, blasphemer to attempt to fool me into assuming a weaker tactical position. You are quick, quick, evil monster! Did you truly think to trick me, me, with such a feeble lie? This United Federation, this tiny fabrication masquerading as an inhabited ship, is but a decoy, manufactured in your own perverted factories. You will pay for that. Die, social misfit! <laughs> They're slowing, Captain. We're pulling clear of them. Of course, Mr. Solo. Unchanged. They're still headed full speed away from Federation space. Well, what do you think of that? Did you hear, Jim? They've decided that the Enterprise is a trick. The Red Worm thinks we're a trick of the Renderer, and the Renderer believes we're a decoy cooked up by the Red Worm. Each computer has been battling the other for so long they can no longer trust anything. It is so in all extended wars. Truth is the first casualty, and the last wound to heal. Mr. Sulu, set in a course for Starbase 14. Aye, sir. Detectors report both ships still heading out toward the Galactic Rim. And according to sensors, still fighting with each other as heavily as ever. It is sad, Captain. All that knowledge, all that power, devoted to continuing a war whose cause has long since been forgotten. What a waste. Solo, reduce speed to walk back to five. There's one thing that bothers me, though, Captain. What's that, Lieutenant? What happens if one ship, either the Red Worm or the Renderer, finally does win? Won't it start hunting for someone else to fight? We threatened them both in the name of the Federation. Won't the winner come looking for us? I wouldn't worry, Lieutenant Uhura. Both vessels have been in a state of constant warfare for 150,000 of our years, without either side gaining a lethal advantage. I think it's safe to say that they will continue to remain evenly matched for another 150,000 years. Let's hope so, Mr. Spock. Let's hope so.